is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Science Seal Delivered. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Science Seal Delivered. I'm Dan, and I despise Science Seal Delivered, and this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Take me to higher love. Hi, everybody. It's a true story. Um, this sign still delivered is called Higher Ground. Yeah. But like the whole sang. the whole movie, I was like, I wonder when they're going to play the song. Tell me that was really yeah. interesting. And, and, then, you then, and then I realized it's not it's higher love. Well, what about the hymn? We are standing That's holy on ground. higher ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about the what about the hymn? Um that's not a hymn. That's uh, Michael Jackson, Hold Me, like the Got River it. Jordan. Yes. Yeah, that's not. River Jordan, though. Yeah, it may as well be a hymn. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. It's time for Favorite, Favorite Hymns. Almighty Fortress is the best hymn of all time, and I don't even think it's particularly close. Okay. Uh, beat Down My Vision. Better. Mm, great hymn. Todd Clancy. Um <laughs> We did it again. Uh, I didn't see it coming again somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but it was Tracy. Yeah. He's, what did he say? George Clooney, yeah. him's my favorite. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a great bit. That's good. So I say my day, say my day, say my day. No one is around you. Say me, I love you. Oh, man. What's up, everybody? What's going on, Trace? How you doing? I mean, you guys, I mean, every week you do this whole Q&A with Wrigley. I don't. What, what do you mean? We brand does the Q and A with Wrigley, right? So Trace, how's it going? Well, thank you for asking. So I saw my accountant for the fourth time uh, in this year, and <laughs> not great. Well, okay. So you guys remember when I went to Acupica? Acupoco. Acupoco. Yes. Well, we're doing a lot of the work for you here, Trace. It was a lot less pokey and a lot less Aku. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's not going well, everybody. God bless. <laughs> great. That was great. Thanks. Glad we did it. Worthless. Um, <laughs> Worthless. <laughs> Contracts ironclad. It's so tough. Bramble Fest is coming up, everybody. Can you can believe it. August 19th, 20th, right here in Yad, that Greenville. We did that strategically right after the Tracy bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so people could line up and get their tickets. People were like, oh. Well, if Trace and Rig are going to be there, I mean, how's it not sold out? Actually, now? Trace isn't going to be there. Wow. She's got a thing. You know, we well. said Trace and Rig weren't going to be there last year, and they did show up and sing karaoke. Yeah. Weirdly that's true. enough. That's yeah, it was during a weird pause during Boss Baby Fest. It was. They, they it popped on over from Boss Baby Fest. It had nothing to do with the fact that it was open bar. The rig came for the open yeah. well, bar. Well, he's always at Fitzy's, and Fitzy was, was there. Fitzy so. was there. Mm. You know. That's tough when you're part owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're part owner. He stormed out when Fitzy, re- this is according to him, he's gone today, but he <laughs> told me he stormed out when uh, when Fitzy's refused to put the butts out sign up <laughs> yep. for the area for his cigarettes. He was not happy about not that happy about at that. Bram- Bramble Fest because there's no smoking at Bramble no Fest. No smoking at Bramble Fest. And so that was a, that was a deal breaker for Rick. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we're really excited about it. Right here in yeah, that Greenville Center Stage, Center downtown, stage. downtown. Right in the heart of downtown. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thump, a lot thump. of fun. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Heart of Greenville. Thank you. Uh, are you going to be there, Panda? Yeah. Yeah, it's looking good. It's the lo- I mean, yeah. I 
we're trying to get the price down for me yeah, at yeah. this point. We're is still well, how much are you paying? We got the, right we gave him the code, the double decker code. If you have a, if you're yeah. on the uh, Facebook group, you get a little bit of a. Discount. But what's weird is I entered in the code and somehow it actually charged me more for tickets, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, last year we gave you a code and it just rickrolled you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's super offensive to me yeah. that I am somehow. I, I don't. I don't even know. Am Am I invited? You are invited. Yeah, but it is a ticketed event. As much so, as anyone yeah, is, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. How much are you guys paying for your tickets? Well, we we did. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. There's there's money. There's money, money exchanged. Involved. Yeah. It was also weird that I get like every single time I went for a drink at Fitzy's, I got charged fifty bucks a drink. Yeah, I think that's what everybody that's was charged. Every dollars. drink is fifty dollars. Uh, it's just it was a very expensive weekend for me. Not yeah. the tequila. Rig, I thought you weren't here today. Oh, <laughs> I just heard Fitzy's fifty dollars and I said, Here now, boys. <laughs> Uh, you guys are already talking about the higher tequila. Thanks for asking. Uh, is a <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wrigley. It's a ten-pound tank toy. <laughs> what? It's the ten-pound tank toy. <laughs> Where so do you wait, find it's a toy those? Tank? It's not a tank. It's a, a fish tank. It's nope. It's a tank. Like with a gun on the front of it, that's right. where the yeah. straw is. Where did you find this? Ten ba Whose kid is You ever seen the Santa Claus? Yeah. Santa's tank? Yes. Yep, it's that one. <laughs> they they made a replica. And I'm, we made a bunch of those. It's the tankila. That's what it is. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? <laughs> Go ahead. So we put it on the bar. Right. 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 Ten pound tank. A ten pound tank toy. Are you with me? It's not a toy yep. at that point. Tank it's a toy. There's no such thing as a 10-pound yeah. toy. One quart, eggnog. Uh-huh. One bottle, Juarez tequila. Oh. <laughs> Three out-of-season dragon fruits. <laughs> what if they're in season? No go. Tequila's not served. Three out-of-season dragon fruits. Turmeric. <laughs> and the turmeric has to be shaved right on the top. You drink it straight through the gun in that armored tank. Tankila. <laughs> What's great? How I much does that, that weigh? Drink is not how $50. Much does, it is free. How much does that weigh? Well, there's a 10 pound tank toy. I understand toy. it's a 10 pound tank toy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably a 15 pound It does drink. not exist. <laughs> I. I do want to point out that what's genius about this is the fact that the fruit is out of season. So you can have this drink pretty much around the year, except for about three or four months that dragon fruit when is, is in When is dragon season. fruit in season? I, I have no idea. We're about to find out Man. because I've been craving me a, <laughs> a tequila. Dude, tanquila. well, God forbid, uh, like dragon fruits being in season and eggnog season hits at the same time. Oh, good news, guys. It's just the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to drink a tequila in the summer anyway. I mean, yeah. let's be clear. You heard about the nog, right? Whole bottle. Do you have non-expired nog? Well, I mean, yeah. You can have it in December, Brad. Okay. It's a tank toy. Ten pounds. I don't think it exists. Yeah, it does. It's not a toy. June through September, no go. No go. No go. Absolutely. <laughs> Caught in betwixt and between there. <laughs> So you're not. So it's not going to be available at Burnable Fest, is what you're saying? No, it, no, it won't. No, it couldn't be. 
No, for sure. I, 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 yeah, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. But it's free for people at at Fitzy's because you have to drink the whole thing. Which apparently there's been three deaths, but you pair, you sign a waiver. Yeah. Ahead of time, I'm not my problem. So you're telling me <laughs> that the start the higher ground thing. People are waiting. The, it's everybody's favorite movie, Brain. That is it. That true? A lot of people love this movie. So that the tank gun yeah, is, is a straw. straw. Is a straw. Yeah, it's swirly. They put a little swirl on the end of it. It looks like smoke coming out, but it's really just a fancy straw. That's very nice. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Is this a tank toy or is it a it's cup? A ten pound tank toy. So that why does it have a straw? Into a beverage holder. So before With a straw out of the gun of the tank. Before you got involved, you understanding. Before you got you dumb short. <laughs> what I want to know is was the straw gun a straw gun before you got involved? Yes. <laughs> Why? That adds. Okay, I was Why? on board. I felt like I was tracking with the rig until that. Why? I was like, no, it's obviously converted. Why but now you're does telling a 10 pound tank toy with a straw exist? I can't explain it any better than I've explained it. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, high ground. Come on down to Fitzy's Try a Tank Kilo. It's on the house. I will not. But but uh, well, you can't right now. June through September. When are you out for a Oh, it's mate. It's mate. It's mate. Oh, Tequila. Have- you got a week left of the Tequila. <laughs> but I mean, go, surely, go, go. surely the dragon fruits, passion fruit. What is it? Dragon, dragon fruit. fruit. Dragon is fruit, yeah. getting close to being ripe now, right? Out of season. We're so close. Calendar. Is it June 1 yet, Bran? Or is that too complicated for you? Can't understand a 10-pound tank toy gun with a straw beforehand. (laughs) I just don't, I just, I don't know why it exists. I just don't know why it exists. That's my whole thing. I don't know why this toy exists. It's not a toy. I don't know why you exist. You keep calling it a toy. No child is playing with this. I played with it. When you were a child. Yep. Not this one, but the replica that we use to make these. So strong included. <laughs> February nineteenth, twenty seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Flex Capital here. <laughs> Flex, what's up, buddy? I'm supposed to have twenty twenty two. I missed the last five episodes, so they gave me one twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh, they good. Am I Florida? Am I Texas? Am I both? Who knows? I'll never tell. Um, I I'm being told that twenty seventeen belongs to a friend called Benny. Benny. Vinny, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Flex Capital came in and he gave me a button and I gave him 2017. It was a mistake. I thought we were done. Vinny, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How about you, Brad? Good. I'm on borrowed time right now. <laughs> Just invested big in the Doge. You and me both, bud. You, and you gotta me both. buy the upswing. You you buy it, yeah. We bought the up. Buy the upswing, baby. We bought the up. I'm and getting into uh, Avon, though. I'm turning it around. You're getting into Ava? Avon, yeah, and Amway. Both of them you want either? Um, give I some, want both. Give Here's me some my Amway. code, Benny, at checkout. Get you some Avon and some Amway. It's a double A. And I want a little something like this. The movie kicks off in a shelter in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, this fellow with a guitar comes walking up, takes a seat, and an older lady is there, and they get to chatting. And uh, they get on a bus together, and they're going to be going to another state to uh, start a new life. He begins to write a letter to somebody named Hattie and uh, crosses the Colorado border. Cut to 12 years later. 
We're back with the gang. They're clearing out Eleanor's office. And they come across a letter <clears throat> and uh, that she was clearly going to bring to Oliver in the DLO. And uh, so they open it up. It's uh, just a whole, it's all, it's all sorts of messed up. Uh, he opens it up and starts reading it uh, from a guy named Gabe, guy from the beginning, uh, writing it to a, uh, a lady named Hattie. And uh, uh, basically... Uh, at a restaurant, it's Hattie's restaurant. He goes on stage. He starts singing after a little bit of convincing from Hattie. Um, Oliver has to leave mid-letter to meet his dad, and his dad tells him that he's interested in someone. Oh, (coughs) they get back to the letter, and um, Gabe uh, kind of explains how he offered to fix something at the bar and purposely took a long time so they could keep hanging out and all this stuff. He uh, shows up to sing every uh, week. He offered to ride out the hurricane with her. She says yes. The next day, he goes to, he's trying to get to her to ride out the hurricane. Can't and um, wasn't ever able to, to find her afterwards. And so he says that he's going to Denver and that he will find higher ground and he'll be there every Sunday waiting for her. Take, Take me, me to higher ground. ground. And um, they never played that. Higher love. Shot. Sad. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Sad. Um, and uh, they're going to be there every Sunday morning um, if she ever is able to get out there. So Shane figures out Hattie's real name, and she looks her up, and she's missing, presumed dead, but they commit themselves to still finding Gabe. It's Saturday, and Oliver goes to pick Shane up for the date. They decide to walk, and it starts to rain, but they have an amazing night together. And uh, I th- they, they kiss, we think. We think. We, we see think. Their hands. That's we right. We only see their hands. Uh, when they get back to her house, Steve is there. Steve. Steve O. What if it was Steve O? He's hitting people. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy has a podcast. Can you imagine listening That's to that voice? I can't. Can't be like rig at an actual podcast. Not the Joe Rogan. I like, I like Steve O, but tough voice. Uh, yeah, tough that's voice. Big, that's big well, time, stuff out there Um, he tells Shane that it's a matter of national security and that he needs her to come with him for a big project and um, Oliver is like well I guess okay there so she goes and Oliver goes to talk to his dad and confirms that he and Shane have indeed kissed we have a kiss Houston I don't know whatever um, so back to the story at hand. They start asking jazz musicians all around the city about Gabe. No one knows him. Uh, but they come across this name, the 5280 man. And that name resonates with them because mile high, blah, blah, blah. And so they go to this spot that is a mile high um, above the city. And they go to find a mile him. above sea level. Sea not level. above the city. They don't go to the top of the city and go a mile up. All right, so you're going to go to the top of the city, and then once you get there, you, you got to keep going, keep going. Uh, sea level, if you will, uh, and I will. Uh, so they go to find him, and it's him. And he's like, I come here every week, and I don't want to go back uh, to New Orleans because what if it's the one week that uh, she comes out here? I, I have to stay here do this whole thing. Um, and so they're still trying to find Hattie, just trying to find any 
pieces of information that uh, might prove that she's still alive, might be somewhere. While all this is happening, this is like time is passing, like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, we see uh, some shots of Shane, like uh, like in a in, in a, a bunker, a bunker of sorts, and she's doing doing typing, East. and like there's explosions around. So clearly, she's in like a real uh, danger, and like this was all a, a, all a real thing. Um, but like now, months have gone by, and um, ha- uh, Oliver hasn't heard from Shane at all, at all. And it's starting to bother him. And so he decides, you know what? I'm going to hop on a plane to LAX. <laughs> with a dream. With a dream and a, and cardigan. a cardigan. Yeah, with both of those things. Uh, welcome to the land. Pain excess. Yeah. You think he'll fit in? I, do. I don't know. Uh, actually, then he goes to DC after that. After okay. all that. Yeah, all that. Uh, puts his hands up. It's the whole thing. And um, goes to DC and uh, is like, hey. Is Steve there? Steve, and they're like, no, but then Steve walks out, and he's like, you know, they kind of do a whole, like, what do you think you are type of thing? <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. And then, <laughs> and then out comes Shane. So Shane is back in D.C., and they have an argument, um, and basically he's like, I, I, you know, I don't trust Steve. I think you could leave if you wanted to, but he's not letting you blah, blah, blah. And this whole thing's happening. And so then he goes to talk to Steve and Steve's like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's right. I actually could. You could leave whatever you want to, but I just like you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's tough to hear, isn't it boys? Um, but she does give Oliver some important information about Hattie. She's like, I think Hattie's still alive. I think she's in Texas. Go find her. And so he hops on a plane, goes to LAX again, does the whole thing, hands Man. up, then goes Jay-Z's to... Jay-Z's song then, was on. That's exactly right. Uh, Jay-Z's song was on. Um, so she go, he goes, find Hattie. And it's like, Hattie, this letter is for you, um, and you got to come with me. And she's like, absolutely. So she goes, meets Gabe, this amazing moment, amazing um, uh, reunition. What's it called? It's not reunition. <laughs> uh, reunion. reunion. <laughs> what is happening? You couldn't help me, though. I, because I didn't know what you were trying to say. Reunition. It's clear Re- as crystal. Reunition. I just don't know, man. It's a 10-pound tank with a straw. That makes more sense than reunition. tank toy. Toy, right. Don't forget the toy. Um, so the reunition happens. It's beautiful. We love it. And then the night isn't over yet, boys. Mm-hmm. Not by a long shot. Because Norman Dorman proposes to yeah. Rita. Yeah. That's right. Whoa! And we love it. My guy forgot the ring, and we love him for it. Great moments. We're all happy. Um, Oliver's outside the door listening in. He's so happy for his friends. And then um, he gets back. He goes to the office. Shane shows up. They do a little hustle and tussle. But you can't hustle and tussle those two for too long. And they... Kiss big, big ones, ones, boys. Real big ones. And then she pulls out all these letters that she had written on mm. her trip and starts to read them to him. And we're loving every second of it. And that, my friends, was sign, sealed, delivered. Take me to higher ground. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Take the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fair enough. Reunite. Mm. Reunite. 
Um, uh, let's. Uh, you break. also said he, that she was doing typing in a bunker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing typing. What are you doing? Just doing typing. Doing typing. <laughs> best I can gather. Yeah, best I can. Um, let's break this movie down. Let's start with a hot take. Painter, what do you think, buddy? Guys, I listen. You knew it was going to get me, and there's so many things that got me. It got me good, and I loved it. Uh, listen, uh, you have movement in the relationships here. Uh, Norman big Rita, movement. big movement. And movement. then you have Shane and Oliver. Those those scenes are going to land no matter what. Uh, the letters, the letters fine. The letters good. Uh, it, it's literally just, a, in my mind, just something to get us to the relationship movements of these other guys. But even so, I think we're not doing service enough if that's the only thing uh, that we get from those letters is that they're merely capsules. Uh, I, I thought the, the letters themselves were really good. Like the actual letter this week, uh, him finding uh, Hattie, I thought that was a sweet story. The singing is beautiful and wonderful. I got some feels from the letter mm -hmm. this week. I really love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a great episode. It's a lot of fun. Um, and obviously, it, it came in with big feels, a big, big smooch at the end. Uh, this is the episode we've been waiting for, uh, in some sense, and it delivered. <laughs> ah, signed. They sealed signed it. They sealed delivered. it. They delivered yeah. it. Um, yeah, man, I uh, I got teary-eyed multiple times during this one. Um, it was it was real good. I agree. I thought the music was so good in this movie. And dude, I, Keb Mo, whenever I, he's around, I love, that dude is great. Oh, I man. love the letter. Uh, I love that whole that whole story. I just thought was really compelling and beautiful and wonderful. Um, obviously, Rita Norman, come on, the fact that he forgot the ring is so great. I loved it, and the, she gets down on the. Uh, come on, so good. Um, and Shane Oliver, great. It's a shame Steve got in the way of uh, everything. He's the worst. I hate Steve. Steve's the worst. Yeah, Steve is the worst. Steve's the mm -hmm. worst. He's the worst. Like, but like, not in like a we don't we have personal feelings we don't like him. He like legitimately is the worst. Is it is a criminal of a human being? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bad, um, bad. And that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, but I just great great movie all around. Uh, I don't know. I you know you guys know me by now, right? Christmas is still it's going to be tough tough to beat Christmas. My favorite moment still. Uh, Oliver's speech at Christmas to Shane. That is that is the best moment of this. But if show. if this one happened at Christmas time, forget about it. If my guy's singing some Christmas tunes on that guitar, forget about oh, it. Boy. The bells will be ringing. Um, yeah, great, great, great movie, Dan. So, um, and I'll talk about my wait what because I don't have a lot of wait what. Shane getting whisked off to DC with Steve is one of the dumbest, worst plot devices yep. this show has ever used and i'm saying that knowing full well we've got a a, a a catalog of missed special delivery um it's awful the rest of this movie crushes the rest mm -hmm. of this movie is great the letter great letter handled katrina really really well uh-huh uh keb mo is wonderful that whole letter is fantastic big fan across the board norman rita works really really well Oliver's stuff with his dad worked well. Oliver and Shane worked really well. The plot device of her going to Washington, D.C. is dumb on every single level, and it is the only fly in the ointment here. The rest of this is wonderful. Uh, it is, man, I'd, I'd be interested to rank these. Maybe we'll do a ranking episode. Who knows? But I I can't say that it's better than for Christmas for sure. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where I have it, but it's definitely a pretty great, uh, pretty great one. So yeah, thumbs up for me. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. It's just the music, man. 
Yeah, music. The music is typically really good in these movies. Yeah. So they've done a really you know, great job. Overall. No exception here. Uh, Fields. Panda? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously the, the obvious ones are going to be listed. But I actually, one of the scenes that I, it's a small thing, but I really loved it. Uh, Oliver's nine. leaving nope. uh, outside of the, uh, he says, hey, I, my friend's going to be fine. Norman's going to be great uh, for the proposal. And then he leaves and you're sitting there thinking, Oliver's just going to leave. He's standing out there. And he's standing out there. That's such a classic Oliver. Like, he's letting Norman do this on his own because he understands how important it is for Norman to, I think, do this on yeah. his own on some level. But at the same time, he's there supporting his friend and then his excitement for his friend. Man, that's just a good scene, man. That just warmed my heart. I loved it. Um, I loved uh, when... Um, uh, what is it? It's not Harry. It's um, uh, Hattie. When Hattie walks, not Harriet. That's what I meant. Uh, when Hattie walks in and he's singing and she starts like singing the the response, the little echo, and he's not not quite like picking up. I imagined like he was like it's what he hears in mm -hmm. his head, anyways. When he when he's singing and he's, he hears her voice, and so like it didn't feel real, and so that's why it took a little while. I love that that whole mm. whole bit there. It was great. Do you know what makes this show head and shoulders above everything on the Hallmark Channel is because there is some integrity to the characters mm -hmm. that we don't find on any other show on Hallmark or really any other movie on Hallmark. And when I say there's integrity to the characters, the scene in this episode that is my favorite scene is the fact that. Not only when it happens, but for the entirety of the run of the movie, we don't see Oliver and Shane's first kiss. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Everyone that's been watching this, that's a postable, that's been watching for years, has been waiting for these two characters to kiss. And considering the two characters and how intimate a moment it is and how much it matters to these two people, all we see is a handhold. That's all we see. That is great story construction great writing super intimate very reflective of what the characters are and what they stand for and super symbolic of that relationship and you know what i i just can't believe they hallmark let them do it yep hallmark is built around one kiss to end all relationships and they have built this relationship it's all it you know it's been done by and large the right way, even though we've been frustrated at times, and for them to not show us that kiss and just show us the handle and to never go back and show us. I thought for sure they're going to flash it back, and they didn't do it. It made me feel so, so good. It made me feel like I was watching something that was built on a foundation of integrity, and that is not something I get to say a lot. So kudos to Martha Williamson. Kudos to the whole cast and crew. Excellent job on that scene and this and this particular film. Might be the best hidden, hidden kiss yes. in film. Let's do top 10 hidden kisses. Go. Um, cancel, cancel fortune. Cancel, cancel fortune, fortune is great. <laughs> you yep. know what? I tell you that. Cancel fortune is so good. Yep. Because they you brought in this lion. It's crazy. The lion. The lion is It's just really more well, than the witch. You don't expect it. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back here on Cancel Fortune. So it's a ten pound. So the tank, the tank toy, weighs without any liquid in it. It weighs ten pounds, and that was a toy for children. You got it, tweens probably. <laughs> so nine years old can't handle the ten pound tank toy. Eleven, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why you're having such a hard time. I'm just, this. why it's is it 10? It's not, it's not like it's like a 30 pound. T- it's 10, like. It's 10 how pounds. How much do you think 10 pounds is? More than a like normal. My kid can carry 10 pounds. He's five years old. Absolutely he can. Yeah. Absolutely he can. I would never give him a toy, that, but he's not a tween. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think, I, my thing is like a 10, t- 10 pound tank toy is, it's a projectile. No. What? Five-year-old can't throw a 10-pound toy. That's 20% of his body weight. That's ridiculous. They can. <laughs> they can. I mean, it's you need a supervision. Like, come on, when you <laughs> let your kids play with knives, like you watch them, right? Yeah, but it's not a toy. A knife's not a toy. Well, it depends on it how depends you use it. depends on how you use it. <laughs> uh, Lily's been doing some of the most creative stuff I've ever seen with like knives. Like what? Oh, yeah. Like uh, what? The other day, she was playing sushi. It was great. She, she was, was like playing sushi. sushi. Yeah. Like a sushi chef. Like a sushi chef. Yeah. A sushi chef. A sushi yeah. got it. That's great. Uh, let's talk Reunion. about the white whites. Wait, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Panda? Uh, yeah, uh, not a lot, obviously. Uh, hey, mentions that everyone sings through their supper on Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> at the And, you know, I, I think that's <laughs> not, not a great business model. Not a great business model. I can't think of a thing that would turn me off more from going to a restaurant if I show up on a Tuesday night and she's like, tonight you've got to sing. But if yeah. you got a free meal. No, you don't. No one wants to hear me sing. But the I, singing doesn't have to be good. Like if I really wanted a the, free meal. But I think I'm just pay, I'd rather pay than stand in front of people and but, sing. I mean, the problem with that, though, is he stayed up there the rest of the night. But no one yeah, else got true. to sing. That's true. Can she can she accept payment on Tuesday? Yeah. If everybody <laughs> sings for their supper. <laughs> yep. Just what happens if somebody mark. gets a ro- gets on a roll? Yeah. Dude, my freshman year of college, I'd have lived there on Tuesdays. <laughs> it's free. I didn't have any money. What would be your song? I don't care. Play whatever. Take I don't me to higher ground. Why did they arrest Norman if they knew the penguin had run away? Uh, there's this part where he sits there and he goes, yeah, I got arrested one time because there was a runaway penguin. Uh, he said, I was trying to return the penguin, but the news article said it was a runaway penguin. Who's thinking that it, like that? It just doesn't make sense. I, what's wild about that whole setup is, is when he delivers the got arrested bit, it's, it kills. It's like funny. It's perfect delivery. And then the story that just needs to be sheer lunacy afterwards makes it undermines the yeah. the joke yeah and that's does. unfortunate yeah because it's a really good bit if they yep. just tell a better story afterward um oliver's arguing about the pronunciation of kombucha Julie. it's so stupid and i just my thing is like it's so stupid. she clearly knows the word like why would he ever doubt her a and why is he so insistent she goes it's kombucha and he's like come what, what, what how's kombucha kombucha what and she's like kombucha i i took it as it's a bit that he doesn't, he can't, he doesn't know how to say. But it. that doesn't make sense because he's one of the most articulate. Thank you. That's stupid. I didn't think he was arguing that kombucha was correct. The way that I read that scene is, is he doesn't know how to say kombucha, and he has to fail at it a dozen times. Which Oliver, who wants to make sure everything he says is said the right way, and would be very offended if he said it wrong. I get it. It's a bit. It's yep. like Ramon, and it's like Norman always I has a case, and he's got a cousin. But this is not the guy to do bits with. Yeah, it just isn't. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, final final bit is how did Norman not know her middle name, Rita's middle name, and all yeah. the time like that doesn't make sense. Norman. Yeah. That is watches weird. and observes everything. Yeah. Uh, Oliver, at some point, Oliver, who's like the master of knowing everyone's name, it would come up. The very fact that what's her middle name too? It's it's something. Was it Moon Keener? Moonshine. Oh no no! It's Moonwater. Moonwater. Moon 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 yeah. You're telling me that doesn't come up at some point. 
I mean, your mill name's Moon and your gang right to propose. Like you knew your wife's mill name before you proposed, right? I still don't. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Well, that's, learning, that's on listen, me. We're still learning, new learning things every day. day. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. It hasn't come up organically. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to just come out right and say no. it at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't ask questions. I let things come out yeah, organically. organically. That's right. Exactly right. That's, that's the, the way key to, do to being it. a good yeah. interviewer mm-hmm. is you don't ask questions. It just, just let it flow. Um, yeah, my biggest one was to sing for the supper. So I do have like a couple of what would be what the hallmarks and I'll just use them here since we don't have that. Segment. That's a great idea. Um, I, I really hope I, the ring sounds delightful. I imagine we'll see it at the beginning I of the ne- next movie. And they didn't have the ability to get the ring and they wrote this in later. Cause it sounds like a great ring. I want to see this mm-hmm. ring. I think Martha Williamson knew what she wanted for a ring. And then when they couldn't get it. She wrote this. That is a complete guess, but that we'll sound, find out. That rings true. We'll find out next week, but I hope that we see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, I, I wouldn't say, you know, the um, the mailbox. What is it? Mailbox grill. Yeah. So it is a it is a, gr- a, a grill for mailmen, <laughs> male male people, for and from and of. I always it's thought open to the public as well. I, I but I always thought that it was you know this is where they. Is Ramon coming in going to, um, you know, ruin the integrity of the mailbox then? I don't know. Mailbox grill. Which is more confusing, mailbox grill and signs said delivered or the max and say by the bill? Ooh. I think it's the mailbox grill. We got uh, salad buffets. Mm -hmm. We got uh, absolute, I want Tabasco, bring me Cholula. At, they're doing a salad bar with nowhere to sit. They do fancy dinners there. They do birthday dinners there. Ramon owns it. There's a weird Tuesday thing with clams, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, it's out there. It's a lot wild. going on there. And I'm just uh, interested in how it happens now that Ramon's, Ramon's on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, Dana? Yeah. So as much as I love where we end this episode with all the characters, we got to talk about Shane's, the men in Shane's life. Uh, because... Holy cow, are there red flags everywhere. Um, Let me get to the obvious one first. Steve, um, this dude who works for the CIA, I believe, is that correct? Best I can gather. Is now hiring out hackers who aren't in the CIA to go undercover with him as a guise so that he can try to get her to fall back in love with him. This is like Christian Bale and American Psycho level stuff right yes. here. I, I am sorry. The CIA has hackers. Yes. You don't have to take them to the Middle East to do the hacking. You also will never find a civilian and just be like, we need you to hack. That's dumb. It's dumb that you believe him, Shane. It is. I'm sorry. That's terrible. And then when the assignment is over, he just lets you stay there indefinitely. Making you think that making you think now you're just being gaslit. And then you've got Oliver who shows up and then lies about having a higher up. You he loves this woman and he's like, I talked to somebody, there's a higher up who says all this is fake. And he just lies to her. So door number one, psycho X comes true. He comes out honest. He does after he lies about it, which is almost worse because then it's manipulation. Door number one, psycho ex-boyfriend. Door number two, psycho current boyfriend. What is door number three? Like Bill the Butcher? Like is it the cast of Jersey Shore? Who else could she possibly have to date? Kevin Blacksmith. These, I, I mean, I wouldn't trust a one of them. If somebody 
lies to you to manipulate your feelings toward them and even says it immediately afterwards, that's a red flag. I love Oliver and Shane. I know the postables are going to give me crap and go, you don't understand the nuances of the blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> listen, you don't do that to people you love. Even, even as a just to show them or in a moment of weakness and apologize later, you do not come up with some crazy articulate lie and then be like, oh, yeah, I lied about it. That's not what you do. That's real bad. Can I ask you this? So like, I'd love for you to What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. I don't know if I agree with you. I don't you know. Do I don't. Oh, here it no, comes. No, I, I, I don't know if I would. I'm not saying that, but I also he was right though. Like, granted, but he lied. He made it up. What? But even so, like, he, he wasn't right about what he said wasn't right, but what he was doing was similar. He wasn't right. He lied. He made completely fabricated a story. And it happened to turn out to have some truth I mean, to but, it. But, but the other thing is, like, yes, it, it, I'm not saying it's good. Let, okay, let me okay. be but right, I'm mean. not saying it's good. Yeah. But he also, he comes clean, like, immediately he feels guilty. He was like, I, I was wrong. Yeah. Like, and listen, I, I wouldn't love, say love it's a red crazy. Yeah. Love makes us crazy. But also, like, I think he understood something fishy was going on. Like, something Well, and then that begs this. the next question. How is Shane not figured, like... What in the world? They but hired a civilian to hack, and she's been there three months, and she's not asked a single question of the guy that still loves. Like, but my what thing, is that about? But you also the thing you also said earlier that I'm not sure I agree with. You said I don't think I buy into the idea that like that she just trusts him. Like they said, if the head of the CIA or whatever department comes to you as a civilian hired for hacking. <laughs> I don't know how the CIA works. I, I mean, if they came to me and they were like, Panda, like we, we need we have a, for some virtual assistance. Yeah. Or so I'd sit there you and I'd be like, okay, no, there would be no, like, that's just physically impossible. The CIA wouldn't do like the amount of clearance you need means you have to stay in the CIA. Like it is the dumbest plot line from stem to stern. The dumbest plot line. If you, but they're also making her out to be, which this is to me the most far-fetched thing, that all of a sudden she's the world-class hacker. That came out of nowhere. Up to this point, she has been a fairly, I don't want to say- They kind of increase her hacking status you know, as we go along. Dung. But the CIA, like that's their job. They don't, when, when it's time to like, you know, send in like pilots and planes and soldiers, they don't go and look for the best civilian pilot. They have people that. I mean, do she that. does work for the post office. I okay, mean, it's a government job. It is a government job. Yeah. Once not again, it would still be a hire of someone not involved in any sort of higher ground. I see what you did there. Yeah. It's a. It is a waste. Can I tell you also one more thing that people that are that love somebody doesn't do, Dan? What's that? Keep the good TV for themselves. That's true. You know what? We're far enough away from that TV. We can put this to bed. You can have it. The TV's old tech. We did it right here, Friday, May twenty seventh. It's your TV, buddy. When we when we shut this thing down, you we'll can shut have it down, boys. <laughs> it's a big day. Are you crying? Uh, well, I just never thought I'd see the day. That can you, you would... explain this next one to me, and then I'll be done. I Go promise. Um, and it maybe I don't understand because I do like jazz. I don't love jazz, but I like jazz. And I get that the cool thing about jazz is the notes 
aren't in some sort of rhythmic unity. Like it's not a six, seven time or a four, four time or they're all over the place and they can do what they want. And the beauty of jazz is you're making it up as you go along and there's a rhythm underneath the rhythm that's in your soul and all that great stuff. But the line jazz is not about what you hear. It's about the notes you don't hear. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean... So it's not about, uh, let's see. Yeah, I would say uh, it's not a literal note is what they're getting at there. It's about the notes. It's about everything that happens in here. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. But the way they said was it's not about the notes you hear. It's about the notes you don't hear. Right. Because it's striking a note within you. It's about the note, but you would hear that note. No. If it's a, if it's a figurative note, you would hear it. You feel your soul. I I think feel feel it. it. With jazz, it's. It's the notes you don't hear, though, right? <laughs> like, if you really think about it, like, if you think about... You know, now that I've thought about it further, Panda, you're right. It's the notes you don't hear. I mean, That's why I love it There so are much. all sorts of times. There's so many times where I'll listen to some jazz, because I, too, like jazz. Uh, and and then blue afterwards, I sit there and I'm... Blue light jazz, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get blue light jazz yeah. sometimes. I sit there and I'm like, you know what? That There's a lot of notes I didn't hear, and that's probably what made it best. Yeah, that's so true, man. <laughs> Hey everybody, my name is Bradavi and I'm happy that you brought up the jazz on my birthday. That's right, everybody, it is my birthday. You know what I'm going to do? Eat the little Debbie, eat the little Debbie. Going to crack open a box of little Debbies. Going to open the bag. Gonna open it good. Gonna eat all the little Debbies that I can have. Boom. You see, and there were a lot of notes I didn't hear on that. And I think that that's what moved me the most. And I kept thinking that the high pitch was gonna try to harmonize with. No, it never did. And he kept saying something different. Yep. Brett Debbie, son of little Debbie, grew up in a house house made of little Debbie. Constructed of. Little Debbie. Do the math. Yeah. Love, love, little Debbie. Sure. Do the math. You do the math. Uh, it's time for the postal worker of the week. It is. Wow. It is. Shecky the Bionic Wonder Stevens. You said Shucky? Shecky. Shecky. Shecky the Bionic Wonder. Yep. Stevens, postal code worker 719873. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest with you, that's a lot. And there's a lot to be honest with you. I started, I typed in just S H into Google and it said, Shecky the bionic wonder Stevens, which made me very excited. Uh, I had, it was almost too much material. Uh, And so I really had to filter it down into just a couple things. But I think I'll I'll just, I'll just toss out a couple things that you guys need to know in no, uh, uncertain order, uh, in no on. So in a certain order. Great. Okay. I've got, uh, first of all, uh thumb bionic okay great thumb is bionic uh now what's interesting is that's the only part of him that is bionic but the things he's able to accomplish with that thumb within the postal service Man, unreal bionic wonder bionic is it bionic what well, you think <laughs> a little too bionic yeah a little too bionic i really do think <laughs> What? It, sorry. <laughs> introducing Shaggy. She, introducing Shaggy. Sh- introducing. Yes. Shaggy. Are you Shaggy? I'm Bionic B. 
Look at my thumb. Did you call out your own hype I, like intro? I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about that thumb that's so bionic. How do you? How did it turn bionic? How does anything turn bionic, Panda? You pray. You pray? Yes. <laughs> Get that war room till your thumb comes by and becomes yes. bionic? You wouldn't believe all the things I've been able to achieve with my thumb. Like? Less than I thought that I would, to be honest with you. I feel like I wasted years of my life praying. So let me ask you, you just prayed for your thumb to turn bionic. I was very specific. I thought it would come in handy in the postal office. What's, what's fascinating is you, I'm assuming with this prayer, you could have prayed for any any part of you to be bionic, and you went thumb. I went thumb. Thought it would be helpful in helping me move up in the business. You know, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 really moving male. Hey, Shecky, what's your last name? Wonder Stevens. <laughs> Wonder Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Shecky's the bionic wonder, wonder Stevens? <laughs> yes. I I had bad info. Yes. Because I had it, Shecky, the bionic wonder Stevens. Yes. Mm. But it's, <laughs> well, no. So you have it. It's Shecky the, that's middle name. Yep. Bionic middle name. Wonder Stevens. Oh, last so we had it right. I got you, got you. You so had it right. You cr helped create the 10 pound toy tank, from what I understand. I would never claim it. <laughs> Mainly because you had questions about who's using this. My biggest complaint <laughs> was this may be two to three pounds too heavy. What about for the tweens? The tweens are anything goes. You know that. My concern was for the seven, eight, nine-year-olds. <laughs> and you're saying it's too much. Too much. One or two pounds too heavy. But how did you participate in this building project? The straw. The straw is the what straw. got you. straw is what got you. So you were out until they said, but what if? Right. When an opportunity presents itself as it did. Right. You go running now. Are you towards it? Are you, are you aware of Rig Dilby, the guy who is now uh, yes. using these as replicas? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we don't talk about him. Okay, fair enough. Wow, you've so never had. You never heard of the Tanquila. Mm. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that I was. I've had enough. <laughs> We're good. We'll be back tomorrow. Nope. Monday. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Check the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.